Gus, what are you doing? Oh, just loosening up before this podcast on the Chi Link massage chair. Is this because you're jealous I was the only one with a cool chair before now? Now we both roll in style. I got full body scanning to suit all body types, even yours. What's wrong with mine? Ripped. What the? Are they Bluetooth speakers? Yep, that's where the intro music of the podcast is about to play from. www.chilinkmassagechair.com.au NDIS registered provider Chi Link Massage Chairs. Check out the end of financial year sale on now. Dylan Alcott, we are finally sitting next to each other. It has been months in between, not drinks, but recordings. Mate, we we normally see each other two to three times a week. Too many times. This was like literally months, like five months. So, mate, it's good to be next to you. You smell the same, which is kind of weird, but you're actually looking fit. Thank you. You're looking great as well. Yeah, we're both trimmed up actually, which uh, we're about to undo all our work because it's freedom time, baby. Yeah, Melbourne's uh, opened up, so there are some more beers that are being in our systems. Um, I've got a couple of things that I want to talk to you about. Uh, first of all, before we get into our next guest, actually two guests um, with Down syndrome, which is incredible. Uh, I did a chat with a school during the week about Listen Able. You did? Yeah. So one of the teachers invited me to Avalon uh, School in New South Wales uh, via Zoom and I spoke to their students, awesome. about 50 or 60 of them. Were they devastated when only one half of it turned up? I think they were hoping Dylan was going to be there, <laughs> I'll be honest. But uh, the Year 7 class was there and uh, shout out to you, Caitlin Chapman. I told you that I'd give you a mention. Um, she asked this question. Would I have listened to this podcast had I not created it, met you, hey, been a part question. of this? How old is that person? You're seven. Wow. What was your answer? No. No, you wouldn't have. No, I wouldn't have. If, if let's say you did this podcast oh. with somebody else, another mate, et cetera, and I was just continuing on my life without having direct involvement in disability by being mates with you, I don't think I'd listen I think, to this podcast. Well, I, think I hate one, that. I think once you had a taste, you would, but it's getting that taste. So yeah. people think they don't need to learn. That's all our messages we get. Listen, Abel is the best podcast. I didn't even know I wanted to listen. But yeah. then once you start, it's you, you learn so much. So that's why it's power to the people to keep sharing, you know, what we're doing because we want to get that out there more, as much as we can. We have mentioned in a lot of previous episodes because I've really dwelled on that because I love this podcast. I love this community that you've been part of your life and I feel blessed to be part of it the last two years. I truly do. It's an incredible community. And I wonder how do people like me who didn't have this engagement get into our podcast or get into their own space. You know, mm. occasionally we do get messages of we had a, a, tr- a tree lopper who's leaving his job in regional New South Wales to become into um, into support and care. Yeah. But I thought instead of like, you know, we love the social media links and tags, of course, but why doesn't everybody listening just share this podcast in person with a friend, cool. one friend? I like it. And start that trickle of Great like idea. suggestion. We all suggest Netflix ideas. Why don't we suggest a podcast that people, you just think of someone in your life, you probably already know who it is, and just suggest it, send them the link and go, I think you'll get something out of this. And I think in the- Because I wish someone would have done yeah. that to me if I wasn't part of this. And in the pitch, don't be like, oh, some disability podcast, because that scares the crap out of people. And they go, that's going to be boring. But yeah, yeah. I think it's about what we do, the way that we, it's like, you know, this is hopefully not only informational, but entertaining as well. So yeah, sure. yeah that'd be cool, mate. That's a, I like that. You, that was, mm. you, you spun out on me. Maybe yeah. quite sad, actually, when Caitlin asked that. I'm like, I don't think I'd listen to this podcast- but, that is also because you were an average bloke before. We okay. Well, what you've made me a more than average I mean, bloke. You were four out of ten before. What uh, am I now? Probably five and a half. You're oh, on the thank way up you. There. And what do you rate yourself? Oh, up there. Interesting. Um, we have not one but two guests on this podcast, and this is a disability that people have been wanting, yep. needing in their lives, and we're nearly at fifty episodes without having Down syndrome covered. Yeah, let's get into it. Until now. 
Well, hello, I'm uh, Nathan Bashup. I'm a motivational speaker and a social entrepreneur. And Nate, what's what's your disability? Okay, well, I have um, Down syndrome, but I'm high functioning. Okay, so can you explain what that means to us? Okay, well, high functioning meaning that I'm more like mainstreamed in terms of my uh, disability of Down syndrome. Physically, it was no different than being a normal kid, personally. But with the added difference of having a disability. How did you go when you were growing up, when you were a bit younger? Were you always proud of your disability or did you struggle? Um, I more struggled, really. I was never really proud of it. I never actually got bullied because I was lucky. But um, it was no walk in the park for me. Did you go to a mainstream school or a school for people with disability? The first one. Mainstream. A mainstream, mainstream school. Yeah. That's good. How did the other kids treat you? Um, basically, they didn't know how to treat me back then because it was a very different time you were back then compared to now. And how would you have liked to have been treated? You said that people didn't know how to treat you. How would you have liked to have been treated? Just normally, just how normal people would be treated without a disability. I've seen you speak about unique potential. Mm-hmm. What is your unique potential? Well, for me, the first thing for was reading, writing, learning. It was a combination of it already being my dream and passion. But it was my mum who fully executed the whole entire plan and plot of it. Let's talk about your mum. Has she been a big influence on your life? Oh, gigantic. 110% gigantic. Mm. Why, why do you say that? What has she done that's so good? When I was first born, I was told, when I was born, my parents were first told that they got to institutionalise me out, adopt me out, or take me home. And my parents did this remarkable thing that any parents didn't really think about back then of choosing to take me home. So you're saying that back decades ago, a few decades ago, I'm not sure how old you are, Nathan, sorry. Um, I, well, currently I am 30. You're 30. Um, yeah. Welcome to the 30 Club, the Dirty 30. Um, oh, so going back, you know, three decades, 30 years, you're saying that a lot of parents made the decision to institutionalise or adopt out kids with Down syndrome. Yeah, but any kid with disability, really. Right. How, does it, how does that make you feel that that could have been you? I'm kind of glad that my parents put me home instead because, like, when it comes to me as a kid, I was a pretty cute baby, it must have been. <laughs> No doubt. Hey, you're still, you're still cute now as well. Well, thank you. Thank you. Are you flirting with me? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I am, Nathan. Oh, that's very good. You are, as you said, well, you introduced yourself as a motivational speaker and a social yeah. uh, enterprise. Let's talk about your speaking yeah. first. Why is motivational speaking important to you? See, I actually couldn't believe the first two options that were given to my parents when I was born. I couldn't believe that. So... I kind of figured that, like, I kind of need to stop those two main things from happening into the future and make sure that people only get the third option of take the child home because that's what happened with me and it made me uh, blossom by taking me home. So I just naturally figured that, like, if I come to me, then I'm pretty sure we know different for anyone else. Step into my role and just raise awareness and try and make sure the first two things never happen again. 
And what message are you hoping to leave to these corporate worlds when you sit down with a whole bunch of able-bodied people around mm-hmm. a boardroom? When you leave that room, what are you hoping the message that remains with them is? Well, um, my plan is to help get people with jobs. People with disability. Yeah. What would your advice be to any parents mm-hmm. that have just had a child and they've got Down syndrome? What's your advice to those parents? Personally, I believe that like whatever you do, do not take the first two options that are given to you. Take the child home because regardless if it has the disability or not, you're giving that child a chance to grow up. You're giving that child a chance to have a life. You're teaching that child all of the values and beliefs and whatnot of you as a parent. So that child, long story short, would live a very full and long-lasting life. That was beautifully said. Love that, man. Lesson to so many people, but mainly parents, because I know when a parent has a disabled child, you know, like me in a wheelchair or Down syndrome like you, they think my kid's life's over, what do I do? So from the horse's mouth, lived experience, that was beautifully said. That's going to help a lot of people. Thank you. Nathan, on our podcast, we do a segment called The Bowl of Uncomfortable. This is where people send us questions. They can uh, put their name to it or they can be anonymous. Are you ready for yours? Okay. Now, this uh, is a question that was sent through from Kelsey, who is nine years old. Mm-hmm. Now, Kelsey says, I have a friend who has Down syndrome and she's always happy. I got told that's because of her disability. Do you think people with Down syndrome would be happy if it wasn't for their brains telling them otherwise? Well, I think it's a bit more complicated to explain, but no, I don't think it's because of the disability. Um, personally, I think it's just due to the general personality, what they're feeling emotionally. It's not disability related. It just depends on how you choose to live it kind of thing. You can be happy, you can be overly happy, but it doesn't mean that that's the disability talking. It just means that that's, that's the personality of that person talking well said makes sense it makes sense to me nathan you're a bloody star my friend this is the second time we've got the chat and i've enjoyed every second of it what's next for you tell tell me where where are you going to be in a couple of years what's next Uh, i'm hoping to make it big i'm hoping i'm not sure yet but like i wouldn't mind um getting into like more into a hollywood film if possible or if not just into tv if not but it all just depends in the end very nice. Well, nice. Angus knows a few people, so he's an important guy to know. Oh, perfect. I was a, I was a featured extra on Neighbours, mate, so, you know. Ooh, ooh la la. Whoa, whoa, whoa. If you need to be uh, nine, 2003 Stingray's best friend. Mm, <laughs> I like that. Thank you very much for your time, Nathan Basher. We do appreciate you giving us an insight into your world with Down syndrome. And I'll leave you with this. Quantum potus tantum morlae. Do you know what that means? No, I, don't I know. thought that was your school code. Oh, right. Um, Gosh, oh, where'd right. you pull that? Oh, right. Um, every review, I think that probably means... Um, as much as you can do, so much dare to do. Yes, that was it. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it. I did all this research. I found out your school motto that apparently, you know, you live your life by and I'm just left out here in the lurch. Sorry. sorry Nathan. Sorry. <laughs> no, don't apologise to him, Nathan. Nathan, I'm sorry for, to you. <laughs> Of that horrible <laughs> sign-off by Quantum Angus. Quantum potus right? tantamolae. My oh. apologies to the uh, Latin community. Hey, Nathan, it's not your fault. <laughs> that, that's very nice of you, Nathan. It is his fault. A big thank you to Nathan. But alas, everybody, if you're looking at the little, you know, 
uh, bar down the bottom. We're only halfway through the episode. That's because this is a two-part episode with two incredible guests with the same disability. Thank you again to Nathan, but we have another superstar. So Nate's got such a good story and so does our next guest. And I think also them just coming on and being completely upfront and honest about what it's like to live with their disability and, and both speaking so well. So enough about you and I, let's get into it. Let's let our next guest introduce themselves. Well, I'm Matt O'Neill. My disability is Down syndrome. And also I'm a part of the, the Down syndrome committee. You mm-hmm. are part of the Down Syndrome Committee. You are the chair, yeah, chair. of a committee for Down Syndrome Victoria. Now, yes, I am, yeah. hang on. Before we get into, you know, your disability and that you're the chair, right, rumour is you're a bloody good dancer. Yes, I am. All right. Oh, okay. I'm bloody good. You oh. are bloody good. Yeah, what yeah. kind of dancing? A bit of hip-hopping. Hip-hop. Okay. A bit of indigenous dancing. Yep. Indigenous dancing. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Okay. Angus likes to think of himself as a bit of a hip-hop dancer. I've got yeah. some soul in me. Oh, cool. <laughs> Well, um, a couple of drinks. I mean, I'll be honest, just a bit of confidence. But um, when I hit that dance floor, especially at a wedding, yeah, watch yeah. out. Why do you love dancing? Dancing is to express myself. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's also express my feelings. Mm-hmm. And what, uh, what I pop into dance is what I'm feeling. Like if, I, if I was feeling quite angry, I would actually dance to rock songs like hard rock. Hard rock. rock. Yeah. Okay. And a little bit that, of heavy metal. Behind me, and and that it gets rid of my anger. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. With dancing itself, if you were to describe or play a song and dance for us about being on this podcast, what kind of dance would we get? And the dance you would get from me, well, it's going to be um, indigenous dance. Ooh. Indigenous dance for this yeah. podcast. Why is that? Because I would love to show the respect from the. I want to, I want to show the respect from the the indigenous owners of. The, up the land we yes me trying to lie. I love that. that. Thanks for paying respect. That's very cool. You're also pretty excited to come in here. Yes. Who I'm, are you more excited to meet? Me or Angus? Um mostly here for dinner, not Angus. <laughs> not me. Sorry. That's okay. I mean you don't know about some of my sporting accomplishments. He yeah. so your dance is your big love. Yeah. Do you know Angus was an incredible footballer? Oh, cool. Was it? Yeah. Oh, hang on. I don't know where this is going. Yeah. Just before the grand final, he unfortunately, he played all year. And then just before the final, the coach dropped him and he didn't get to play. I didn't get uh, to play, yeah. So that wasn't Dylan, actually. I thought for a second Dylan was going to give me some sort of props uh, on this podcast. But hmm. once again, dragging one me down to a horrible e- memory. One too many beers for Angus. One too many beers. I did have some beers. <laughs> Great call, man. Yeah, yeah. You've only known him for five minutes, but yeah. you know he's down for. Yeah, I, do, I yeah. like it. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, for people who might not know, Matt, can you describe in your words uh, what Down syndrome is? Yeah, so um, people are born with a extra chromosome in um, in each part of the each part of of the cell. Yep. And most people will have about four to six chromosomes. Yep. With people with a discipline, they got one extra. And like it does in the final total they have about forty seven chromosomes. Okay. Forty seven yeah. total instead of forty six, I think yep. that's right. Yep. How do you go how did you go growing up with Down syndrome? Which I didn't know I had Down syndrome when I got into my adult life because yep. Which I did have some up and down experiences at school. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did you go to a mainstream school? Yes, I did, yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah. did I, yeah, with my disability. Even though some people thought, you know, I shouldn't have, and I, they yeah. probably did you too, 
Did, did you? Were you glad you went to a mainstream school? Uh, yes, I did. Um, because I went with my sisters. Oh, cool. Yeah. All oh, right. So, did did they have Down syndrome? No, they don't. No, no, no. no, no. Did they look after you at school or? Yes, always did. Oh, and always. always will. Yeah. Um, How much do you love your sisters? Um, bit too much. A bit too much. <laughs> so when you when you're at school, yeah. Did you have any bad times? Uh, yes, I did have one bad time at my at my mountain school. Yep. That was in, I think it was in grade three. Yep. They put me in a big classroom with 50 kids and some of the staff were only half trained of, because they didn't know how to handle people with a disability and they didn't know how to handle me very well because I had TV problems. So you felt like they didn't understand you or, or really want to, yeah? Yeah, because um, back then, back then there was no extra help for teachers to learn mm. about disability. We haven't asked what your age is, Matt. How long ago were you in school? Right now I'm 25. Okay. When it came to your school work, Matt, what did yeah. you best like at school? What were your favourite subjects? Music. Mm-hmm. I think it was maths. With my math, which I was pretty slow to learn math because um, with, when I was at a math school, I had a, a part-time, a part-time aid yep. because because that wasn't really was not a full-time aid. With some people, we have a disability. When they go into a going into a math school, they don't really have a full-time aid to be with you all the time. Yeah, it helps. I had an aid too, yeah. a part-time aid, just to help me get around and things. Yeah. So. For people that don't know, you can get government funding and that, even NDIS and that now to help with that. And when you have a full-time aid, especially when you're trying to learn, it makes it a lot easier, doesn't it? Because yes, they it know you, yeah. it takes a bit of a load off the teacher, stuff like that. Can yeah. you, I mean, Angus and I aren't good at math. Oh, right. you, you got to give us some lessons later. Yeah. Yeah. With, I might be terrible with math. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we're all three of us then. That makes, yeah, all, that three makes of us. all of us. What about sport, man? Did you, did you do PE and sport? Yes, I did lots of sports. First, I got into first. I first started going to the gym and bulking up, bulking up my muscles. I was gonna say I didn't want. Mm. I was gonna save this till later, but geez, you're looking fit. Yeah, I'm give us a flex. Yeah. yeah, look at that! Look at that! It's a big one. He's doing a big double cobra. Yeah, yeah. Because um, because I want to look like I I want to look like like I I I a professional bodybuilder. You want to? Oh wow! Yeah. If I do that, um, my parents will just aim me. Oh. <laughs> if you do the fake tan, look like Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Angus and I have been going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Do you reckon we're looking good or not? Um, I might, I might say dinner more, uh, more than Angus. No, you see, I think that I don't know about that. Look, give us a flex, Gus. I mean, what, what have I done? Matt, I thought we were friends. <laughs> maybe sometime maybe sometime in the future we can be friends. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, maybe by the end of the um the interview, the podcast. Yeah, yep, yep. That'd be great. Matt, you're on fire. What do you describe as some of the good things about having Down syndrome? What do you love about having your disability? Um, which I definitely feel special. Mm-hmm. That's number one. The second one is which I'm pretty chill and friendly. I enjoy a bit of a, a joke. Yep. Mm, you yeah. love a bit of a joke. I do, yeah. Do you know any jokes? At my expense. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do, you know, do you know any jokes off the top of your head? Yes, at least I do have one. All oh, right, give it to us. Come on, give it to us. Um, what do you get with ice cream mixed with beer? 
Ice cream mixed ice with cream beer. Mixed what with do you beer? get? I'm not sure. A beer ice cream. That's pretty good. Is yeah. it? I'm going to write that down. That was good? I love that. Yeah. All right. Well, Matt, Angus, Angus I don't tough. think that joke was very good. What? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Time to come back at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gus yeah. is on it now. <laughs> um, what, so that's the good things. You feel special, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you find about um, some of the things you don't like or you struggle with having your disability of Down syndrome? Um, yes, I do have hearing problems, and now I wear hearing aids. And that's what I'm wearing now is my hearing are like Bluetooth. 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 That means that means I can listen to music. I can I can take calls from my human eyes. Very cool. Is it true as well? And maybe it's not, but I've heard notoriously people with Down syndrome are very strong. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Or is that just is that is that just you because you go to the gym? Um, I mean, that's just me. Okay. and strong. That means I can get ready for my next date coming up soon. Oh, hang on. Okay. Well, hang on. You jumped the gun because I was going to get into your dating life, but you brought it up. Yeah, I just brought it up right now. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you're going to put it out there to the world. What's going Podcast on? Special. Podcast special. Podcast special. Yeah. Podcast right. special. Yeah. Exclusive. Yeah. Talk me through it. You got a girlfriend. You got a boyfriend. What's going on here? Back when I was quite young, I never had, I never had a, a serious girlfriend. Mm-hmm. If they have, like, if they have a photo of you up up on the wall, mm. so, so someone would say. That's my boyfriend. Ah. So in, Are you like, saying there's girls with photos of you on their wall? One girl. One girl? Yeah, one girl. And um, she wasn't your girlfriend? One girl. Um, she is from Club 21, people with Jasmine Rome. Yep. Yep. Um, so Emotion 21, which is a dance group. So, yeah, I know about this. A, a woman called Kate Sayers does Emotion 21. I think her daughter dances in it. Oh, cool. Um, and... I could see you doing some damage around, you know, you're a good dancer. Yeah, a good dancer, yeah. You know. <laughs> good so looking. W- w- you're good looking. You're good looking. Can you describe what your ideal first date would be? It has to be something romantic first. Mm. All right, well, come on. Tell me what's romantic. Romantic. I'm writing uh, this down in my phone, by the way, because oh, I cool, need some skills. Cool. Yeah, uh, first I'll go with flowers. Okay. Might take her to the movies. movies. Movies? What kind of movie? Love movies. Love movies. Love movies. Yeah, okay. love movies. Not horror? Not a horror. No horror movies. Doesn't get the mood going, you know? I'm bound to go no, no, no. Yeah. Okay. No. So you got flowers in the movies. Flowers, maybe chocolate. She's sitting in the bar. I hope my girlfriend others. Chantel's not listening. Yeah. Because huh? I don't do this stuff. No, me uh, either. Uh, maybe I might throw in some champagne. Champagne? Because most girls do love champagne more than men do. Okay, well, that's a generalisation. I do love myself some popping of bottles. I have to yeah. be honest with you, Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you drink alcohol? Uh, yes, I do. I'm a big drinker. You're a big, big drinker? drinker. <laughs> oh, what do you like drinking? Um, I do drink beer. Okay. Okay. I'm glad you brought this up because yeah. our listeners would think, hang on, Matt's got Down syndrome. He's not allowed to drink beer. But that's crap, isn't it? Yeah, that's definitely crap. Yeah, of course you can. Yeah. Within moderation, like anybody else. Of course. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sometimes I do drink Champagne and wine. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're on the dates. Yeah, dates. Mm-hmm. Or during last week, I see with my sister in Canberra. Yep. Uh, when I was going to order a coffee, I couldn't get an espresso martini. You end up getting espresso martini. It's I actually changed at the last minute because if I was drinking alcohol first in the morning, my parents will 
My parents will kill me. <laughs> the 10 a.m. espresso martini at the airport is exciting, but yeah. probably not the best idea. No. Hey, I'm glad no. you checked yourself. That's very yeah, good. That's, that's mature. Yeah. So we've it done is. we've done the flowers. We've done the movies. Chocolate yeah. champagne. Yeah. Now, at the end of the date, when you're saying goodbye, would you hope that there's a kiss or a holding hands, a hug? What are we hoping for, Matt? Um, been there both. All three? All, nice. yeah, all three. Okay. It's got to get consent, obviously. Yeah. Then because, obviously. like, you've got to treat a woman right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you got to treat their, treat their privacy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because some girls do like their privacy. If I want to choose a girlfriend now, I would like to choose a girlfriend like who doesn't, like doesn't have Down syndrome. Okay. Because most people with a disability, they want to be, they want to be, they want to be loved, but, by, by other people. For who they are. If for yeah? who they are. Mm. Great. Well said. I think also you would date someone with Down syndrome or with not da- without yeah. Down syndrome yeah. just as long as they're a good person. Yeah? yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter about the disability. No. What about employment for you, Matt? Now, we know that you have a job and you actually work yeah. five mornings a week. Yes, I do. Yeah. Can you talk to us about how important employment is to you? Well, you're yes, working sure. more than us. Yeah. You really yeah. are. Yeah. You are. I... Work in a, I work in a bakery, bakery and a cafe shop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get free food and coffee. Free food and coffee. Free food and coffee. That's good. And what yeah. about us? Is there a supermarket you work at? Oh uh, yes, yeah, so I do. Coles in Ivanhoe. Coles in Ivanhoe. I tell you yeah. what, if you want to head down to the oh, baked bean section, oh yeah, you'll be able to get some Able Foods beans. Delicious. Oh yeah. As soon as you asked, I knew exactly where you were going. <laughs> so Exclusively the most Coles. predictable person I've ever met in my life. I think um, what I love about working is to getting the work done and chatting to people. I think I'm pretty reliable. I like that. And most of the time, I'm hardworking. I like that. It's like having that opportunity of having a job. It means a lot, doesn't it? It means a lot. I can see it in your face. It feels good to be able to be like, you know, what people would say, normal and and contribute. Yeah. So you are the chair of Down Syndrome Victoria, right? Yeah. Committee there? Yeah, committee, yeah. On the committee, we have have about um, seven other members who have also have have Down Syndrome. And we talk about, like, some of the issues, what is going around. There needs more improvement for people with disability. And it must feel good that they're getting somebody with lived experience like yourself with Down syndrome yeah, to, yeah. to ask the right questions, right? Yeah. What are some of the things that you've organised in the past, activities that you've done as a group? Uh, we also did a family fun day at the Webby Zoo. Cool. Oh, Quite, great. We've got to get as one community just to celebrate our lives so we can say to the we can say to the public, you have to respect what we are and you've got to learn some rebel lessons about boundaries for people with people with disability. I love how you say people with disability as well. That's the correct yeah. way to say it, Yeah, which is what I say as well. But a lot of people say with that disability. Yeah. It's people with disability, not because you might have multiple, whatever it is, so you don't say with that disability. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, We've really enjoyed having you here to talk about Down syndrome and your personal story. Um, thank you so much for coming on, Matt. And before no we let you go, have we become friends? I think you wouldn't know yet. We are? Yeah. I think so too. Well, I'm glad that we're friends. Hopefully I don't ruin that now with a segment called The Bowl of Uncomfortable. This is where somebody sends us a question about your disability. Yeah. And then you uh, answer it, hopefully to make it a little bit less uncomfortable for people in the future.
Yeah. Do you feel sometimes that you are a bit of a burden or annoying for your parents that you have to live with them? Honestly, I'm not too annoying. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Do you uh, have to live with your parents or could you live in a, in a place where you might be able to live with like other people with Down syndrome and a support worker? If my parents are tuning in right now, um, <laughs> well, I think um, they are a bit sick of me of living with them, I think. Oh, yeah, you're sick of living with them? Yeah, I'm, yeah. If, I'm, I'm just over <laughs> I think they're going to be listening. <laughs> yeah. So that, I think you answered that question uh, that you can. So I you can, parents. You can move out with other, yeah. you know, potentially. Because people yeah. don't know that. Yeah, yeah. That's mm. cool. And before we let you go, one last question, which yeah. is not a bowl of uncomfortable. This is a nice one. Yeah. Might have an answer for it. We'll check. What do you want to change in our society for people with disability? I want more teachers to have training to help with students with special needs. Mm-hmm. I want p- people with Down to have lots of opportunities and to have a good life. You're beautiful. Love that. And most of us will need some extra help and to support this. Yep. Mm, so yeah. with a bit of extra help and understanding, yeah. you can be the best people you want to be. Yeah. Beautiful. I think I've got one question for Dylan. For me? What about me? No questions for me. Hang on a second. Uh, you, uh, you might be last. Okay, cool. I look forward to it. Yeah. So it's one question that I wanted to ask Dylan. Well, when I actually watched the Australian Open, this is what I'm seeing or hearing. Um. You have one about like, I think about like seven titles. Seven Australian Opens. Good yeah. job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when you go, like, hit the balls. Yep. Two bounces. Um, well, it doesn't feel like to be in a wheelchair of hitting the balls at the right spot. I'm pretty used to it because I do it all the time, but it is a pretty cool feeling being on Rod Lever Arena, having so many friends there and stuff like that. A couple of winners over this side of the desk. All right. Do <laughs> you have a question for Angus? Make one up. Um, didn't prepare one for me, obviously. Yeah. Guess <laughs> I of being a dad. It first up. What's it like being a dad? Good question. What's it like being a dad? It's yeah. fantastic. Really great because I get to. Uh, it gives me a new purpose in my life. That's good. I was a little bit selfish up until maybe my thirties. No yeah. way. Kind of thought about myself. What? And then uh, now I have a new purpose in my life and I put all my energy and my time into my daughter. I know there's oh, been cool. a bit of funny banter between you two, but he's a beautiful man. Yeah, yeah. You guys yeah, are going to be good cool. friends. Now, yeah, we're, now we're cooking. Now we're mates. Matt O'Neill, you're a star. Mate, thank you for coming on this Enable. Thanks for telling your story um, about your Down syndrome, but also just being so honest about what it's like. Thank you, Matt. Thanks, no mate. After stories like those two legends, I'm glad, Dylan, even more glad that I met you and created this podcast together. So people like 2017 Angus might find the opportunity to listen to learn to people like those guys. Shout out. That was, that was so well spoken, you know what I mean? And to share that story, I hope you gave a, a, bit of a, a bit of a look of what it was like to have um, Down syndrome. And I know I learned a lot mm. and uh, I've actually missed doing this because, you know, we pre-recorded so many and then I was away competing. But to be back and to hearing fresh stories yeah. is pretty cool, just like our next guest. So it's called Vactral Association. I don't really know how to pronounce it either because no one says it because it's so rare. So it's an acronym that affects one in 10,000 to one in 40,000. And it stands for Vertebral Anal Cardiac Tracheal, which and esophageal, so food pipe, air pipe, renal and limb. 
So you have to have three abnormalities to qualify. I had all except limb. So all my malformations were inside my body, not outside my body. And looking at me, you just cannot tell. So for so long, I didn't even identify as being a part of the disability community. And especially having a rare condition, I think that separated me even more. Obviously, you've heard a little part of that interview. We just recorded that the same day that we're recording this. So it's um, really fresh in our minds. It's a disability Dylan had never heard of. I was like, I thought it was a typo. I was like, what's that? (laughs) I I thought I knew everything. We can't wait for you to hear Anya's story on the next episode of Listenable. Until then. Listenable was presented by Dylan Orcott and Angus O'Loughlin. Audio production by Darcy Thompson. Produced by Beth Gibson. We also hire people with disability, including Stephen Tower, who does our captions for YouTube. And our awesome theme song is made by Eliza Hull. As soon as the mics are off, you're back in the Cheelink Massage Chair, Gus. Gotta relax from all of the excitement of our interviews. Cheelink Massage Chairs are having a wild 50% off before this financial year, plus $0 deposit and $0 for 36 months. NDIS registered with in-home delivery and a five-year warranty. There's never been a better and more relaxing time. That's chilinkmassagechair.com.au.